Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Here's a new place for local young adults to hang out, to get some mentorship and some homework support. And uh, it's right in the heart of downtown McKeesport, not too far, in fact, from UPMC McKeesport Hospital. It is the new teen center that has been opened just a couple of months ago by the Boys and Girls Clubs of Western Pennsylvania. On the line with us this morning are Chris Watts. He's president and CEO of the Boys and Girls Clubs of Western Pennsylvania. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Jay. Thanks for having us. Thank you for, for taking some time. And Marquise Wheeler, who is the program coordinator for CareerWorks in McKeesport. Good morning, Marquise. Good morning, Jay. Appreciate you. Well, I appreciate both of you taking some time to talk with me because I know you're both busy, uh, especially with school back in session. Marquise, tell me, first of all, um, what goes on at the Teen Center and where is it located in McKeesport? Uh, Everything goes on at the Teen Center down here um, in McKeesport. Um, We're located on Fifth Avenue, right? Um, About, I don't know, X hundred feet uh, away from the hospital. Yeah. Uh, Things that go on here are our career works high programs, our specialty programs that we run, um, our our open rec nights. Um, we have a ton of opportunities for community partners to come in and interact with our teens. Um, we're building relationships with our our local uh, law enforcement to come in and interact with our teens. So we are doing a lot here. And you're you're not too far from the intersection of I guess Fifth Avenue and, and Evans Avenue. There, you're kind of catty corner from the hospital. Correct. What are the hours? We are open. Our hours operations are from three to eight. Um, our dedicated structured programming time is from runs from four thirty to six thirty ish, seven o'clock, depending on um, what we have scheduled for today. Chris Watts, president and CEO. How long has the teen center now been been open in McKeesport? We um, so I kind of soft launched it over the summer in twenty twenty three um, in preparation for our learn and earn programming that happens during the summer. So. June, um, early June, we we launched it, and and we're just trying to figure out kind of how to kind of operationalize a new space that was significantly larger than what we were doing, you know, previously in the community. Um, throughout that summer, with the support of you know, number one, our teens vision and and Marquise and our staffs kind of leadership, we helped kind of curate and develop kind of what that long term plan would be, and and formally officially launched kind of the new space to, to the public and, and to the community. Um, in early October. Now, this is, correct me if I'm wrong, this is kind of a uh, evolution of a previous program. I mentioned that, that Marquis' title is, is CareerWorks Program Coordinator. There was a program called CareerWorks, and I think it was operating out of the old McKeesport Daily News building, correct? Totally. Yeah, absolutely. And about 2018, 2019, um, Boys and Girls Clubs, you know, because you know, we know that teens and kids need a lot of support. And one of the things that we were hearing and responding to is that Teens want to be prepared for what's next. What's next after graduation, whether that's um, professional opportunities, whether that's post-secondary education, whether that's whatever makes sense for them personally. 
And all those kind of resources were ne not necessarily able to be accommodated in our clubhouse facilities. And so mm -hmm. reaching out and trying to create a space for teens because you know, sometimes teens don't want to interact with some of the younger kids and other yeah. programming. They want a space for them. And so we piloted our first teen center at the Tube City Center. And um, I think quickly through, you know, obviously the ups and downs through the pandemic, but, you know, Marquise came on board um, uh, about a year and a half ago in, in fall 2023. Um, you know, we kind of took that program Dude. to the next level of 2022, yeah. um, but coming into fall 2023, um, and, and really, or okay, fall 2022, you're right. Um, we, we saw a significant increase in just the capacity and, and needs that we had, you know, we were serving more teens than the space could accommodate and the interest of kind of engaging with other activities were just limited by the, 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 the kind of the, the, the wall, literal walls that we had in place at our space in Tube City. Well, and it was like it was on like on the second floor too, which was not particularly like accessible. If somebody's got a mobility issue, uh, it was not also not particularly visible, uh, being up either on the second floor. Totally, all, all of the above. And Marquise and Kevy they can give you the, the feedback from kind of what the actual experience is on the day to day basis. But from a thirty thousand foot level, I mean, you know, teens are going to be teens, and so they need to have space to relax and they're going to be loud and they're going to be engaging, but they're also having a space that's kind of our own that we can really help curate and shape with them because, you know, this certainly we put together the programming structure and curriculum and, and things like that. But, you know, when it really works well, it's when the teens and our, our kids have an opportunity to contribute towards what actually happens there. And, and, and that, that was a catalyst to try to find a new space that works well for, for us but more importantly, works well for the teens that we serve and, and the community. So that was a part of the catalyst for the for the move into our, our new location on Fifth Avenue. Uh, on the line with us this morning is Chris Watts. He's president and CEO of Boys and Girls Clubs of Western Pennsylvania. Uh, we're also talking with Marquise Wheeler, who is uh, CareerWorks program coordinator in McKeesport. Uh, Marquise, can you give me the contact information? How would somebody get in touch with the uh, teen center there in McKeesport? Yes, they can reach out to me. Um, my email is mwheeler, um, M as a Marquise Wheeler, W-H-E-E-L-E-R, at bgcwpa.org. And is there a telephone down there? I mean, some of our uh, listeners I know uh, still use the phone. Uh, is there a phone number or should they call the main uh, number for Boys and Girls Clubs? Um, Calling the main number for Boys and Girls Clubs okay. and they will uh, sparse the message out to me without... Okay, that's the most. Yeah, and they, way of they can reach that. out. You know, a lot of information is on our website is bgcwpa.org. That's BGC as in Boys and Girls Clubs, WPA as in Western Pennsylvania dot org. And the phone number that if anyone wants to reach out to get in touch with with Marquise and the program, but just the organization in general, it's four one two seven eight two five seven one zero. Okay, and, you know. We are always looking for people to you know, be a part and join our mission. You know, certainly we're looking to recruiting is, is, is a priority because we want to make sure that our places are meeting the needs of the community and, and are at capacity. And so recruiting for our youth is one, but also recruiting for staff. You know, oh, sure. I, that, that, is a, that is a big priority for us because we need people to, that really want to serve kids and work with us in this environment. And, and, uh, and so we're always trying to recruit. And, and of course, we're looking for people to support us in different capacities. You know, we welcome contributions, but also there's other ways to, to collaborate and partner with us. And so any of the listeners that are interested in you know, being a part of what we're doing in, in the Keysport, but across the Western PA footprint, you know, feel free to reach out or visit our website at bgcwpa.org. And you can, you know, 
send an email or, or fill out a form and we'll, we'll be back in touch. Time, talent, and treasure, as we say in the uh, nonprofit ecosystem. Uh, Marquis, tell me about yourself first. You mentioned you came on board in 2022. What was your career path to uh, come to the Boys and Girls Clubs? <laughs> so I was actually in college studying physics, and I knew a lot of folks um, on the Boys and Girls Club team. Um, and I was – so before I came here, I was working uh, – I worked two different – um, places before I came here. So at first I was working down at Nazareth Prep High School in yeah. Ellsworth, PA. Um, yeah, so I was doing a lot down there. I was helping run their internship department. I was um, helping teach their physics classes. I was helping teach their computer science classes. Um, so I was doing a lot. And um, eventually I transitioned over to the Urban League um, downtown, Urban League of Greater Pittsburgh. And I was running their STEM program for um, one summer. And that was a temporary job. And then once I finished up with that, I had the Boys and Girls Club job um, already in line. So I came on in the fall of 2022 and we've been running, sprinting ever since then. You you, you took a quite a turn there from uh, physics into so, social services and mentorship. Why, what do you like better about that than what your other path might have been, you know, working in a lab or working in an engineering environment? I love being around people. And that's yeah. not uh, something that's probably prioritized in the lab. And, you know, working. I still, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit of a geek when it comes to the sciences, but I absolutely love like just being around like my team and my teens, like I, I love it. I wouldn't trade this for um, any lab research right now. Grow, growing, did you, did you grow up in the Pittsburgh area? I did. I grew up in Wilkinsburg. Okay. Did you did you have interaction with? Because I know there was a boys and girls clubhouse in, in Wilkinsburg. It might still be. Where, did you have interaction with the boys and girls club then? I did. Yes. Okay. Uh, actually, I, I, since a super young age, I can't. I don't even know how young I was when I. Um, started going to the Boys and Girls Club in Wilkinsburg. But yeah, I went I was part of their sports program. I was part of um, some of their after school programs. Um yeah, so I was a club kid. What did you what experiences did you take with you? I mean what what stayed with you that obviously you wanted to come work for the organization years later? Well what stayed with me was the the and what I tried to foster in the career works program and our just our key sports facility at large was that family friendly vibe that mm-hmm. you know all organizations want to capture. But I feel like um, especially here in McKeesport with the help of with like 90 percent of the of this was done by the teens was you know, fostering and building that family culture here. We're, we're, let's let's pause right there. When we come back, uh, Chris Watts, I'm going to ask you the same question about uh, why you decided to get involved with the uh, Boys and Girls Club and what your career path to get there was. OK, perfect. Uh, we're talking this morning with Marquise Wheeler. He is CareerWorks Program Coordinator in McKeesport at the Club Teen Center in McKeesport. That's located right near the intersection of 5th Avenue and Evans Avenue near UPMC McKeesport Hospital. Also on the line with us is Chris Watts. He's president and CEO of the Boys and Girls Clubs of Western Pennsylvania. You can reach them at 412-782-5710. You can also check out the website at bgcwpa.org. Just remember, Boys and Girls Clubs of Western PA.org. Broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes. We'll be right back. Support for this broadcast comes from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Striffler's has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Striffler's 
Sufflers offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Strifflers also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at strifflers.com or call 412-678-6191. Our guests this morning are from the Boys and Girls Clubs of Western Pennsylvania. We're talking about the new Club Teen Center. It's not that new. It's been open for a couple of months now uh, in McKeesport, located uh, just county corner to UPMC McKeesport Hospital in the downtown area. You can find out more by going to bgcwpa.org. Chris uh, Watts, President and CEO, over to you. Uh, how did you come? How did your career path come to bring you to the Boys and Girls Clubs of uh, Western Pennsylvania? Well, thanks for the question, Jay. And, and it really mirrors Marquise's story, believe it or not. I don't know if Marquise knows this, but you know, for personally, you know, with my career journey, I started as an engineer at, at Carnegie Mellon, and that's kind of the pathway I was going. And so, more technical and science, and was doing roadway design and things of that nature. And you know, really parallel to what Marquise said, I wanted to engage with people. I really cared about. Um, kind of people's experience and the human nature of kind of community problem solving, which I feel that engineering is all about, or just trying to solve big problems. And, and one of the things that always resonated with me with Carnegie Mellon is like, you know, you put your heart into work. You know, it's, it's something that you, you, you want to do big things, but really something that resonates with you and, and, and improves the community. And so as my career journey evolved, I really had that through line to what can I do to make something I care about better? And that's really what led me to the Boys and Girls Club. You know, similar to Marquise, I had the fortunate opportunity of attending Boys and Girls Club programming in Millville. Okay. And, yeah. you know, both through the Boys and Girls Club, but through kind of my family network from participating in sports or school programs, I really had um, an incredible collection of mentors and coaches that kind of pushed me towards my potential, um, especially when sometimes I didn't really deserve it or, or really needed it. And that's really what the Boys and Girls Clubs is all about, is working with, with kids across every, you know, every background, particularly, you know, circumstances, situations that you know, they may need an extra support and kind of figuring out what type of resources and, and, and incredible mentors and, and safe places that we can do to help get them to their next level. And I also just recognize, you know, Pittsburgh at large is something that I'm sure all of us, the listeners and us personally really care about. You know, everyone, the Pittsburgh pride that we have, we also recognize Pittsburgh isn't perfect. There are mm-hmm. really some pockets throughout the region that, that are, for, for no fault of the, the residents or the people their own, are, are, are going through some challenging situations. And I think that's where the Boys and Girls Club we always have that we always have the have to have the train on this show no matter what the train has to come come past our studio so that's that's a part of the industrial heritage of McKeesport <laughs> and a lot of our incredible um, Pittsburgh communities but and that's that's really what I really you know loved about the Boys and Girls Club it brought me here you know for my career path you know prior to my role at the Boys and Girls Club I've been here uh, a little over a year um, I was doing community economic work um, development work for the Pittsburgh Downtown Partnership yeah okay and um, for about five years was helping coordinate a lot of the public private um, efforts to you know revitalize downtown in the midst of the global pandemic and a lot of the impacts of that and got to see the power from a local scale of really you know uh, leading with a vision but also doing the doing the hard work on the ground and I think that's kind of what we you know embody at the Boys and Girls Club is certainly we want all kids to reach their potential and and talk about kind of the safe fun and inclusive environments we want to foster and the type of you know outcomes we want to have for our kids what it comes down to it is just what we do every day and, you know, what Marquise does every day and the team in McKeesport and across the region, like that interaction with our teens and youth and families, that makes a meaningful difference. And and that's really what motivates me to kind of continue um, kind of leading this organization and, and fostering a type of culture to, that's contagious. You know, the environment that Marquise was saying, that family environment um, means something to a lot of people. And I know, you know, my favorite part of this role 
is hearing what the Boys and Girls Club means to people and what it meant to them back when they were going through programs because um, I'm proud and excited to be a part of it. We're, we're talking, by the way, with Chris Watts, president and CEO of Boys and Girls Clubs of Western Pennsylvania. Also on the line with us is Marquise Wheeler, who is program coordinator for CareerWorks at the Club Teen Center in McKeesport. You can find out more information, 412-782-5710, or going to the website, bgcwpa.org. I know that uh, both of you have come on board fairly recently, but talk to me a little bit about how the Boys and Girls Clubs had to recover from the pandemic. Chris, I think you alluded to it, that um, it was difficult for many organizations. It was difficult for all of us individually, too, uh, but especially for an organization like the Boys and Girls Club, that so many of the programs depend on that face-to-face, person-to-person interaction. How, how has the recovery process been? I think uh, what I'm... Recovery process, you know, it's in some aspects it's still ongoing, but I think for the by and large, the organization is going to push through with a really strong vision for the future. I mean, what what most directly impacted us was, you know, what we do is serve people every day. We serve yeah. kids and communities, and that that pandemic um, really challenged, you know, us as an organization for for obvious reasons, but for more importantly, it challenged the families that we serve, and that that was kind of the biggest kind of hurdles, figuring out what we can do as an organization that kind of add value based on the limitations we have. And so from, you know, being assigned a, a location that can serve essential workers by doing food programs, by doing club at home, we try to meet kind of folks where you where they were at the time. But, you know, unfortunately, the impacts of the pandemic had you know, significant financial implications for, for organizations to pick up as well. You know, the reimbursements and the programs that really helped us sustain weren't there. You know, a lot of funding we're going through, you know, direct service recovery efforts, not necessarily uh, kind of sustaining some, some 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 infrastructure or other yeah. things that kind of more pressing needs. And so, you know, there, there was some challenging times for the organization that we, you know, like many had to make hard decisions and and, and work through. But um, I think where we are now is that we're uh, across our footprint. Um, we're, we're almost nearing capacity with our with. Oh, our, wow. The, the teens and the, and the youth and the, and the preschool and the sports programs that we offer. And so we're really looking to, to, to when prioritizing is, you know, trying to find more staff to have us grow some capacity at the places where we have the physical um, space and exploring you know, the right places that could benefit from a, a boys and girls club. You know, in addition to McKeesport, we also have a, a teen center downtown that. Well, you you have one right across the river in Duquesne. You have a, a clubhouse over there that's that's. And one of the things I was thinking of, it's co-located with the Duquesne Education Center. But when the school was closed due to the covid pandemic, obviously you lose access to your space and you lose access to your program as well. But, but yeah, you do have a variety. I'm thank you for mentioning that you've got a teen center downtown. You've got a clubhouse across the river in Duquesne. Uh, I think you mentioned uh shady side and Carnegie, um, uh, Stowe rocks. Uh, I think Scott township too. There's a facility up there. And, and, um, Shaler township, Scott primary elementary. School. Okay. I'm sorry. Thank you. No, so in, in Millville and Lawrenceville and, you know, we're, we're, you know, coming out of the pandemic, the priority was to stabilize and yeah. sustain for the future and kind of build an infrastructure. We can attract and retain awesome people to work here because that's the big piece. You know, the teens and the youth are, are kind of what we serve, but we really need people that, that on our team that um, align with the mission and can, and can do that work and build the relationships. And so that's been a priority as well. Um, ensuring that we can kind of continue to have the, 
the mission work that is so critical is reducing barriers for folks to participate in our programming. And so one of the things I think we're proud of, particularly what we're doing at McKeesport, is that our teens, you know, don't have to pay to participate. In fact, mm -hmm. that oftentimes we're providing stipends for them to participate in some of our programming because teens have choices. You know, they can participate in, in a lot of different activities after school. They can do things that are productive or maybe not so productive. And I think we want to make sure that we're doing what we can, you know, with, with the environment and, and a type of programming we have, but also further incentivizing some resources that can help, you know, them support themselves and their families as appropriate. So I think that's um, some of the things that we're thinking through as a part of the evolution after the pandemic. We're, we're going to get into some of the mechanics of that McKee Sports Center. Uh, Marquise Wheeler, uh, approximately how many young people uh, are involved right now uh, with the McKee Sports Teen Center? Again, we hit, hit 50 teens in a matter of a month and a half here at the McKee Sports Teen Center this, this, um, this school year. So yeah, right now we have 50 something off the top of my head, maybe 52, 53 yeah. teens signed up for the um, McKees 14 Center that we're serving on a regular basis. Do they all come just from the McKees Sports School District or do they come from all over the area? I'll say maybe 90 percent of them. One thing we have, you know, done a good job at is expanding, you know, outwards um, yeah. to the other neighborhoods in the Mont Valley area. So we do have uh, quite a few kids coming from um, Duquesne, West Mifflin, yeah. Clarendon, um, White Oak. Yeah. So, yeah, we do. It's a, a vast majority of vast majority of them are from McKeesport, but we have branched out and, you know, we are starting to see uh, interest from other um, other neighborhoods. And I think that's just that. And most of that is word of mouth from, you know, the word getting out from other. It's the best advertising. The only advertising we, we, we have to do out here in McKeesport. So let's pause right there as our friend the train goes by again. And uh, I understand that the students themselves helped renovate and, and prepare that space down there. So let's take our, our second break. And when we come back, let's talk specifically about uh, how the students themselves uh, pitched in to get that space ready. Okay? Support for this broadcast comes from the City of McKeesport Fair Housing Office. Fair housing is your right. And the Fair Housing Act prohibits discrimination in housing because of race, color, national origin, religion, sex, gender identity, sexual orientation, family status, or disability. That includes renting or buying a home, getting a mortgage, seeking housing assistance, or engaging in other housing-related activities. For more information about Fair Housing Act protections in the city of McKeesport, call 412-675-5020, extension 635. Back for a final few minutes with Marquise Wheeler and Chris Watts from the Boys and Girls Clubs of Western Pennsylvania, bgcwpa.org is the website, the main number for all of southwestern Pennsylvania, 412-782-5710. We'll get you information. You can also, of course, find them on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. So, Marquise, uh, off the air, you were talking about the process of moving from the old Daily News building down to your new space, um, which I believe is UPMC-owned space that you're partnering with. Um, what all did the students themselves do? Because I understand that, that the, the students who participate in the programs really rolled their sleeves up and got involved there. Oh uh, yeah. That was the, the, the best, that was the, the best thing ever, man. I was so um, in between our school year um, programming and our summertime programming, we have about a, a month um, off season. Um, yeah. So from about end of May to midway through June, we have, um, we had a free period this, this year to, to really, you know, pack everything from, our old location to this new location and our teens at the old location, they, that old space was theirs. Like they loved it. They owned it. Um, but when they got the word that we were moving to a new space, 
you can only imagine how excited they were and that what that showed itself by them um you know reaching out to me every day in that off season saying marquise can i come down and help you you know wipe down the windows can i help you you know sweep the floors mop the floors and they they were asking me these things i wasn't you know going up to them and asking them to do that and that to me was the best feedback we could have ever possibly gotten it was you know non-verbal is indirect feedback but it that was their way of saying like we truly 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 believe in this miss this mission but like this space like this is their space they owned it they they love it and they were the ones that were coming in every day helping me set up the furnitures set up the chairs set up the the bookshelves like every everything they were they were doing it all that's very cool and that am i correct chris watts that that space is is was upmc space and they are partnering with you on on providing that facility you are correct and that's kind of a power of partnership and community and when when we were starting to to look for our kind of new space in early 2023 you know we started reaching out to community stakeholders and just letting them know kind of our interests because we know you know like any community mckeesport it's a it's a small community there's limited space but people that are involved in it know, know what's going on and as a result of those conversations, we had um, really uh, an immediate connection with the leadership of UPMC McKeesport Hospital. Um, they were very um, receptive to the idea of, you know, one, there should be a better alignment because they really want the residents of McKeesport to see their hospital as a potential place for career opportunities, not just a, a resource in the community. And so they're looking for that connection as well. And you know, from a programmatic perspective. And so as a result of that collaboration, you know, we were invited to a, a forum that, you know, Mayor Shrepko and team are leading. Um, it was, they received a grant from the Centers for Disease Control to really look at the um, social determinants of health. Um, but we're part of those discussions as well. and want to continue kind of playing a role as we can to help kind of, we want to be there um, for the long term. We're just about out of time. Uh, when we say teen center, we really do mean like ages 12 to 18, basically, correct? 13 to 18. 13 to 18. So what's the welcome like? If somebody comes in, drops in, you know, a friend sent me or my mom, my dad, my aunt, whoever said, hey, you ought to go down and check this out. Um, what's, what's the welcome? What happens when they come in the door? Yeah, they get they're they're greeted as if they have been here for you know two years with some of our more seasoned teams. Like they get greeted at the door by the staff. They are greeted by other teams. Um, they are given a tour of the space, um, and we you know g- give them a general rundown of how the day to day stuff goes. But after that, we just you know kind of let them go and, and off to explore the, the the center themselves. And that is every time it, it it's. It works. It's not. It's not scary. We don't want to. I don't want them to come in and be like, okay, here, you know, oh man, is there going to be a bunch of rules? Is there going to be yeah. this, this, and that? Like, no. Get. We welcome them as if they, if they, as if they've been here, as if they, you know, been living here uh, for the past two years with our, with our other teams. And if they bring homework down to to work on, or you know, they're applying for a job, let's say at, at Kennywood or or some other place that employs uh, young people, um, someone will help them work on a job application. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually we have dedicated spaces in um in our teen center here for um you know workforce readiness like that. So if a teen wants to come in and they want to apply for Kennywood, as you were saying, and, yeah. um, for the summer, like we have a we have stations set up for them yeah. to do that. Like does your, your workforce readiness station do what you need here. And if you need help, we have 
assistance um, from staff. Um, and but the best part is that a lot of times that a lot of times teens come in here with, you know, matters like that. We our, our other teens are always, you know, willing to to help. It's not about peer support. Like, yeah, yeah there's, there's a there is a ton of peer, peer support um, here, which, again, that's not that, and that's nothing that we directly, you know, tell them to do or teach them that's just kind of how our the culture we built here you know shows itself so they can come down and and socialize or or relax after school but they can also come down and and work on stuff that they need to work on that they need a little extra help on yes yes yes. so the way our, our schedule is structured um the first hour and a half, so from three o'clock to four thirty, is a dedicated recharge time for teens that are coming from school or coming from home come down whether they want to relax do homework you know, play play the video games that we have yeah. here. That's their time to do that. And then four thirty to six thirty is our dedicated structure programming time. And then the last hour or so of the day, from you know six forty five to eight, is another wind down um, free time for them before they they head home. So bgcwpa.org is the website for Boys and Girls Clubs of Western Pennsylvania. The phone number at the McKee Sport Club Teen Center is 412-295-2623. The phone number for the overall Boys and Girls Clubs of Western Pennsylvania, 412-782-5710. Obviously, you can just Google Boys and Girls Clubs of Western Pennsylvania, or you can find them on Facebook Instagram or LinkedIn. Uh, Marquise Wheeler is coordinator in McKeesport. Thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us this morning. Appreciate you, Jay. And thank you, uh, Chris Watts, president and CEO of the Boys and Girls Clubs of Western Pennsylvania, also for taking some time to fill us in on uh, what's going on with the clubs around the Pittsburgh area. So it's our pleasure. Appreciate the opportunity. And thank you all for listening this week to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.